Hey friends, welcome to the Made to Pray podcast, where we believe you and I were made to pray. Hey there, welcome to the Made to Pray podcast. I'm your co-host, Carolee. I'm Lori. And we're back. back. Listen guys, we got new mics. We're, We're trying things out. Carrie's just bringing us up to the next level. Look at her. Do I'm doing what I what I can. So hopefully the sound will be even because we did get some feedback that it was definitely not even. So we don't want you to have to keep adjusting the volume. So hopefully these new mics are going to do the trick. This little fancy thing pinned to me makes me think I should sing something if I could. But let's be real, I can't. <laughs> Well, if we play our cards right, it sounds like we might get Lori to sing. <laughs> we'll see what God and does. Then you might not be back. So, like, she needs help. Oh, you're hilarious. So, I know, once again, we have been talking for quite a while off mic. Um, you guys should have been here. It was really great. <laughs> but uh, I hope that you guys listened to last week's podcast and were able to create some pockets of quiet and silence and just kind of remove the distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was more mindful of doing that this last week as well. And um, I just think that that's a, a practice that we should consider continuing on the regular just to try to clear out time. Like Lori and I were talking, just there's so much, there's just so much coming at us. Mm-hmm. Um and there's just a lot of things that can draw our attention or cause us to feel like we have to rush through things or rush on to the next thing. And one of the things that we talked about that we really feel we want to pray into is just this need that we have for authenticity mm. and for being vulnerable in relationships in, in a in a community setting um and i just really you know when we were talking we were talking about how just these distractions pull us away from the ability and the time and the opportunities to be vulnerable and authentic and um one of the things that we were talking about was really just about the need of authenticity in the church about the need of um, stronger connections in church settings. I mean, I don't really know how things are going for you guys when it comes to church. There are great churches all over the place. There are great churches in our valley, in our area. Um, but it feels like there's a huge remnant of people that I that I know, you know, myself and my husband included, that is, we're longing for something more authentic, for something um, more conversational, communal, mm-hmm. um, relational, for something more relational where there's give and take and where we are willing to take time, make time, give room for the Holy Spirit to come in and to move. I think that there's many of us who are longing for a place like that. Um, And as Lori and I were talking, um, I was just reminded of reading in the Gospels last week 
about how, you know, when Jesus went to the temple and he started flipping the tables, I was praying, Lord, Lord, are there churches, are there any churches that you wouldn't be flipping tables, you know? And immediately what I heard him or felt him say was, um, you know, what you think of church and what I think of church isn't the same. And I think it would be beneficial to us to broaden our idea of what church looks like because it's not just a building, right? I mean, we talk about it all the time, how we are the church. We are the temple of God. Um, and where we go, church is supposed to be a part of that um, uh, because it's a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And we just really kind of wanted to pray into that a little bit today. Mm -hmm. hmm. I think, you know, this subject just is real sensitive for me. Yeah, me too. You know, um, and I think that there is a lot of language to the church now, um, what it is, what it isn't, what it, it should be. But when Carrie was talking to me earlier, I think I, I told her, I said, we as believers in the body of Christ are the church. But I think the resounding thing um, for the last several months has been that the cry and the longing to know him, like to have relationship with him, to sit with him. And I think there's just so many different facets, but if we are in relationship with him and we are filled up with the word of God and we are filled up with the Holy Spirit when we come together I feel like there would just be this expectation for him to come in the room and um, I remember a while ago uh, I had had a conversation I think it was with my mom and we were talking about just the things that are facing you know the addiction people that are you know parents that their kids are addicted to drugs or they're raising grandkids or um, depression, anxiety, gender confusion. Like you could just think of maybe the top 10 things that, that people are dealing with. And like, it feels like we're just trying to find programs to fix a problem. <laughs> but I said, you know, what if the Holy Spirit was so in the room like we have created an atmosphere we believed what it's part of our life it's what we're praying it's what we're declaring that when people came into the if you want to use building or into the place that the holy spirit could change them yeah. because in honesty we can't change them i mean we can't give them the desire to pray we can't give them the desire to read the word the holy spirit has to draw them and compel them but like if we believed and created places where that expectation or our lives were demonstrating that or there was testimony of that, would people be changed? Would they encounter? Because I think we have created in our mind like we have to have a way to fix these people. We have right. to have a program. We have to say the right thing. I really believe that it's when they encounter the Holy Spirit, when they encounter the presence of God, right. that it changes them. Right. And we want to compel them to come to the house. 
We want to come mm-hmm. compel them to be around people that know the word or know know the Lord. Um, and I, I just think, how many times are we just going into the buildings and we're going in and we're going out? Right. And I know that maybe this is a repeat or something, but I remember when the altar was open for prayer and my husband and I just had a conversation. I think it was like a week ago. I was telling Carrie about, he said, you know, we used to have Sunday morning and Sunday night church, but he said, I actually really enjoyed Sunday night church more. And he said, because it was more personal. And I said, and we talked about altar calls and where people would go to the altar and pray for each other or pray together. Yeah. And there was just an authenticity. It was different, but you know, Lord restore the altar Yeah. in our lives, yeah. in our homes, in our personal lives and in the church. Right. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, we have, we've talked about it before. I don't think we'll ever stop <laughs> talking about it because the need um, to open up the altar uh, reveals the knowing that prayer is important mm-hmm. and that it is a, there's a purpose that it works, that it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was just talking this morning with actually a pastor of a local church and we were sharing just um, the reality that there's a lot of churches that don't even have altar time or have prayer people come forward to offer prayer anymore um, just because of whatever time restraints or people don't come or, you know, mm-hmm. um, and people are unwilling to come forward in person and admit that they need prayer. I mean, honestly, I've been on a prayer team at a church for a while and we offer prayer at the end and hardly anyone ever does come up. And when they do, if they do, the majority of the time they come up and ask for prayer for somebody else, which is great. And we pray, but like people are unwilling to be vulnerable. And so they don't want to come up and say, I'm struggling with this or I need this. Um, I mean, maybe if it's an emergency and they've got a bad diagnosis or they've got, but the majority of time people that are willing to come up for prayer, in my experience, just in the last few years, have been people who are concerned for other friends or family who have had a diagnosis or who are going through a hard time. And they want that that unity of prayer for things that they're already praying, which again is great. But what is in us? What kind of walls have we built up around our hearts where we are unwilling to admit that we need help? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. all of us need prayer at some point, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all of us could use if nothing else, just somebody to help lead us into the presence of God through prayer, because it happens. And when we open up our altars, I mean, I think a lot of people are just out of practice. Like when's the last time you listener went forward for prayer at a meeting or a church or a service, or even called up a friend and said, I need somebody to pray for me right now. Will you pray for me? Like, I hope it wasn't a long time ago, but let's be honest, more than likely, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things that God's like, okay, you go first. <laughs> okay, you go up to the altar 
in a meeting when the altars open, you call up a friend and say, I'm having a hard day. Can you pray for me right now over the phone? You go first to stir up that hunger and that um, show that it's okay to not be okay. Uh, and I think that we're seeing a move towards authenticity and vulnerability um, in the body. I think we are seeing pastors being more willing and open to say, you know, to be honest about things, but we can't just say it. We have to live it. And that is going to require prayer. Mm. It's just going to require prayer. And then my question, a question pops in my mind, like, is it because it's always at the end of the service and when you're dismissing and right. Is it deemed less important right? or an inconvenience, you know? Yeah. They want to go home. They want to be done. You know, there's right. distractions going on. Like what if we've deemed it more important in a different part? Right. Right. Well, and I think a lot of it is too, there's anonymity. Is that, did I say that right? Um, you know, in, in, in online life. Mm. And so, you know, you can ask for prayer through an email mm -hmm. or through a ministry. You can type in a prayer request and they don't know you. And mm -hmm. so you don't, you're not really losing face with anything. Mm -hmm. You're not, they don't know what your real life is like. Um, but to do it with people who know you or in a church where people are going to know, you know, if you get up and ask for prayer because you're having a hard time at work, well, they know your coworkers mm -hmm. or they know your boss, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a little riskier in person, but it's also a little realer. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's more authentic. It's more, um, relationship building, which we need. Mm-hmm. So I just think, I, I mean, as we pray today, I, the, the one thing that um, I just feel like it keeps reverberating is, you know, and it was just out of my own time with the Lord, but, you know, when he just said, well, what you think of church and what I think of church is two different things. And so I just really want to encourage you to ask him, well, what do you say church is? Like, what am I doing that is church to you? Mm -hmm. because maybe I don't have a place to go on a Sunday and feel like I'm connected and plugged in, or maybe I'm going every Sunday somewhere and I'm plugged in, but it's maybe it's not exactly what he would say is church. Like I think that his idea of church is always going to be um, meaningful, life changing, relational, um, authentic. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that if, if, chances are we're all doing that in small places already and we're just not calling it church. Mm -hmm. Um, but also chances are that we're in places where it could be church, but we're not taking the opportunity to bring him into it. And so I'm praying this week as we're contemplating these things that he will show us what church is to him in our life and that we will intentionally bring that, um, way of thinking and that way of approaching things um, with us as we mm -hmm. enter in. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I read a booklet this last week on humility. And I think that there is so much to humbling ourselves. Yes. And I think when we 
look at the word humility, you know, often associated to humility is pride. That our pride gets in the way of us humbling ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think in some ways it was really convicting, but, you know, humility is really the way to the, to the father um, and to knowing him. And I think that we, I think in just talking about this, the subject that comes into my mind is that, you know, we're humbling ourselves to say, Lord, we don't know. Right all the ways and we need your ways and we're facing things that we've never faced before and adversities or um, persecution to having the faith that we have or taking the stands that we have or even persecution for taking a stance in your church or locations that are contrary to opinion. Right. And it's just humbling ourselves and saying, Lord, we don't, we don't know the way in this season, but you do. Right. And we want to do it your way and we want to, you know, live your way in, in the face of and against adversity. Um, Right. And so I think that there is, you know, in the humility of surrendering ourselves and saying, we need you. Yeah, I need you in our pursuit of what church looks like, of what our faith and what Christianity in this hour looks like, because it's different than we've ever known it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the stances we have to take. Right, right. Yeah. And I had listened to um, our our pod- our podcast last week and. I had prayed something that I, I guess, it, I believe it was from the Holy Spirit because it, it didn't even stick out until I re-listened. But when it was good and kind and gracious, Father, we love your nearness. And it just stuck with me. And I had wrote it in my journal. I think it was yesterday. But, you know, good and kind and gracious, Father, your nearness is really what's going to get us through. Yeah. Your nearness is what's going to teach us the way. Yeah. Um, and so it just, I think it's just encouraging that like when things, when the Holy Spirit will give us nuggets or things to stand on in seasons that, that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that we had talked off, talked about off mic was, um, just how, like if, how we see church and how Jesus sees church are two different things then that also kind of helps us have a different vision on why we keep going someplace on a Sunday looking for something that's not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it needs to be there on our own. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we get to be the ones that bring it. Um, so we're not at all saying don't gather on Sundays, but we need to be having church in our own home, in our own relationship with the Lord you know, and with our own family and spouses and friends. And when we gather together, what we're not finding, we, we should be bringing. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, when he said how you see church and how I see church are two different things. I, I thought of, you know, Matthew 18, where it says where two or three are gathered, Mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, that's church. That's church to him. Mm-hmm. When two or three, like right now, this podcast, you guys, this is church. And not in a way like this, you listen, so this counts, so you could check it off for the week. Like in a way that like God's presence is here. Mm-hmm. And there's two or three of us gathered right right now talking about him, praying to him, conversating with him, talking about how much we love him, trying mm-hmm. to get him to speak to us and to reveal things to us that we need to know. And this this is church. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, as we pray today, yes, just... Jesus. just open our eyes to see the different things throughout this week that have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to be church to us and to you if we would be willing to bring you into it Mm -hmm. to speak your name and to be open to your leading because Mm -hmm. you desire to meet with us Mm -hmm. and you are never (laughs) far from us you are constantly with us and so we just pray lord that as we enter in today that you would open up our eyes and open up our mind and give us creative ways to be the church that you say say that we are mm-hmm. uh, lord that's that's our heart's desire do we want some place to gather together with feather fellow believers that we feel our family that have our back, that we have their back, that we pursue you together. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I believe that is your idea of church Mm -hmm. and it happens inside and outside of buildings. Mm -hmm. So open our eyes to see. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Father, that you remind us today that relationship and fellowship and connection is your idea Mm -hmm. and I I pray for those who sit in a place of uncertainty and unknown regarding it Um, I can relate with that Mm -hmm. and I just pray Holy Spirit um, that you would remind us that we can seek you regarding a matter yes. and that you hear us and um, you God are you are the source and, and I just think of Isaiah 40 28 that I read this week the Lord is the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth he will not grow tired or weary and his understanding no one can fathom And Jesus, your presence dispels fear and panic and terror of the unknown. And I thank you, Jesus, that your presence is changing us. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would help us to come to the cross and find you there and your presence, Holy Spirit, that it would dispel the fear and the panic and the terror of the unknowns that we are facing yes, in our lives, in our church, as, a, as, a, as Christians, as believers. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that your presence will speak to us and reveal the mind of Christ to us in a matter and that we will make the right decisions with confidence, that you, yes. we will have the mind of Christ, that we will have 
a peace and a wisdom and assurance from the word of God that you are an ever-present help in time of need, that you love us and that you love the church and that you want us to find first and foremost relationship with you and second, that you want us to have the power of agreement and the power of encouragement and edification and exhortation. And Lord, we just pray for the church as a whole today that they would turn towards you in a way that they haven't in a long time. Lord, I pray that we would humble ourselves and acknowledge our need for you in every aspect of the church and that we would have an expectation of first you coming near to us and changing us Mm -hmm. and then that we would be able to be an effective change or an effective impartation into the church lord we just pray that you would show us what your idea is lord where we've confused it where we've opened the doors to things that we shouldn't have lord where we've misconstrued scripture where we've bought the lies of the world for the agenda for how it will be successful or how it will grow we just pray holy spirit that we would humble ourselves under the mighty hand of god and under the truth and the wisdom of the holy spirit and allow you to teach us and train us up in the way that we should go like we are your children like when you talk about in proverbs like training up a child Lord, we remind ourselves today that we are children of the Most High God, and we come asking, seeking wisdom and direction that you as a father would show us yes, Lord. how to hear you, how to know you, how to be in communion and fellowship with you in this season as believers and as the body of Christ, God. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you love the body, that you love the church, mm-hmm. that that's your bride, and she was your idea, mm-hmm. and you are for her. Mm-hmm. Lord, that that what we say is church and what you say is church might not be the same, but you love meeting with your people in any way, in any, like we say it so often on this podcast, any amount of time that we can give him, he will take. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we're just so grateful that you are faithful to meet with us mm-hmm. whenever we set time aside to meet with you, Lord. And I just pray for pastors of churches that it's it's such a such a hard calling and a hard job. Lord, I pray that those who have a hunger to see their church be your church, to see their church be what you call church, whether or not that's what our culture calls church. Lord God, I pray that you would stir up in them a hunger for prayer and that you would encourage them, Lord God, to be willing to step out of the box and to do things different and to change things up and to give you room in the midst of their services, in the midst of their planning meetings, in the midst of their staff meetings, where we pray that prayer would be stirred up amongst the staff and the council and all of the structure that's in the church lord structure itself is not bad we we know that that you are not uh, a god of chaos Mm -hmm. but lord we pray that within the structure there would be loose um (laughs) 
restraints that give room for the spirit to move however however you want to move and so father i pray for pastors who are wanting more fruit and more harvest in their people and in their ministry lord that you would meet them and that you would show them what it's going to take lord uh, and sometimes I, just out of my own walk with you sometimes that revelation can be heartbreaking because <laughs> it just means you just i just got to step out of the way i got to give you more room to rule and reign than i have um, and so we pray for humility we pray for a willingness to lay a title down, to lay a church down, to lay a ministry down that has become a career opportunity, and to say, Lord, this is your church, and these are your people, and whether there's two of them or 200 of them, I want them to be healthy. I want them to encounter you. I want this to be what you call church and not what I call church. Father, we pray for encounters for pastors, for staffs, that they would catch fire wanting your presence to show up no matter what the cost, no matter what the cost. Lord, we know that there is a lot of shifting, a lot of things we've said it time and time again. We've prayed it for years that the things hidden in the dark are coming to the light. Lord, we believe that is still true, that is still happening, and it needs to happen. And so, Holy Spirit, we just ask that where there is darkness that needs to be bathed in light, you would you would shine the light on it. Lord, we want holiness within your body. We want consecration to be something that is not foreign to your bride anymore. We know that you come back for a pure and spotless bride. And Lord, we ask first, search our hearts, search our lives, search our homes, uh, reveal to us things within our own circle and our own family and our own heart, Lord, that are impure and that have darkness that need to be bathed and washed in the light and the blood of Jesus. Lord, we just put ourselves on the altar first. We don't want to turn judgmental. We don't want to turn uh, into pointing the fingers at everyone else. Or we, we ask you to start with us first. Start with us first and help us to, to lay our lives down in a way that when we get back up, we get back up hidden in Christ. Yes. And that we would be more like you than we were when we laid down. Yes. Every single time, Lord, make us more like you. And we pray as we do that, as we encounter you, as we fill up with you, that we would take you with us wherever we go and that that would affect the atmospheres around us and that people would be stirred up to want to know you more, to want to serve you more, to want to want the things that you want. Lord, I know sometimes that seems really easy and sometimes it's like, I am not Jesus, but you are in me. And I want you to be the boss. I want you to be the boss. And so, Father, for those of us who want that, help us to want it more and be willing to lay down. For those of us who are like, "Mm, no thanks, Lord, we just ask that you would come in and you would show us that you're a better boss. (laughs) You you have control whether we know it or not, uh, but we want to willingly give you access so that you can be king because you are king. You are king.
like yoga. Mm -hmm. We reflect the image of our Father. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, help us to see your reflection in the mirror in our lives. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Yes, Lord. Thank you that you desire to hear our prayers and to answer them. That you desire for us to know you mm -hmm. and be known by you. You desire, Holy Spirit, to be welcome in our midst, in our churches, in our homes, in our cities. Yes, Thank you, Father, that when we are weak, God, you are strong. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. That our hope lies in you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Give us your insight. Give us your wisdom. Let us see what you want us to see, Holy Spirit. Yes, Father. Help us to pray what you want us to pray. as it is in heaven, as it is in heaven. Yes. Let the ways of heaven be established in our lives, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we just give you permission to be the one distraction that is welcome. Mm. That whatever we have planned for our day today or tomorrow or next week, Lord, that we will hold our plans loosely and we would invite you to come and interrupt us. I thank you, Father, that you are at work. I thank you, Lord, that you desire to meet with us. I pray, Lord, that you would... Um, I just felt like if you've been contemplating... Uh, starting a small group or if there's been a friend on your heart that you're like I gotta I gotta connect with them and, and meet up for coffee or go have lunch like that is church to him don't don't put it off I just feel like him saying I've been speaking to you I've been telling you prompting you with ideas of how you can feel connected and it doesn't have to be this big, huge thing. It doesn't have to be trying a new thing on Sunday. It doesn't have to be uh, stepping out with this great step of faith. It can start small. But put yourself in rooms with people who are like-minded and who um, you can have church with over coffee or over tacos or uh, over a, a book that you read or just to get together and talk about you, you know what's been going on in your life and wrap it up in prayer um, Lord just help us have boldness to at the end of whatever gathering we're in that we can close in prayer that we can just invite you in at the beginning or at the end or at both Help us just to be open-minded to what is church to you, more so this week than we have in the past. And that when you show us that this is church, that we would be intentional to invite you in. Reminded of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, 
not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Lord, we, we can feel an urgency rising up. We can feel that the day is approaching. Um, if you look in the natural, it seems crazy. Uh, but Lord, we just believe that you that you are coming, that you are coming. We Many of us have heard that our whole lives. And it seems crazy to have faith. But Lord, it also seems crazy to not, <laughs> to not believe it because we look around us and we just know that uh, that you desire better and you don't want us to settle and you have people in our lives that need encouragement and people in our lives who can encourage us and so we purpose today to not to not stop meeting together and if we have lord put people on our heart that we can reach out to and and get together with lord we were made we say it all the time we were made for community we were made to be in a family and in relationship and and to have a brotherhood and a sisterhood and and lord family was your idea and you grafted us in and we are so disconnected in so many ways but lord we believe that you desire for us to have community that is life-giving full of encouragement full of love and encouraging us like the like that scripture in hebrew says to do good mm-hmm. and to be good and so lord we just thank you that you are active and alive in our lives today and in our churches we just declare it lord that the holy spirit reigns and we pray that we would see the fruit of you being front and center again in our lives in our gatherings, big and small, corporate and non-corporate, that we would see a change because we have invited you in and given you your rightful throne as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We're expectant, Lord, stir up that excitement that we could partner with you and bring the kingdom of God near. That's what we want because that's what you want. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we hope that you guys will just continue on in prayer. We hope that this conversation will kind of um, leak out into conversations you have with other people, other friends, other family members, and that you would really be surprised. Um, as you continue to pray and ask Jesus to show you what church is in your own life, where those opportunities lie. And uh, I believe he's going to show you in ways that you are expecting and in ways that you're not. So we're excited to hear Mm -hmm. how that shows up for you. Um, You can always reach out to us for comments or prayer requests or whatever you have going on in your in your life right now if you'd like to connect you can find us on social media on instagram or facebook we have we have pages there and uh, we would we would love to hear from you so until then we'll be back next week Mm -hmm. be blessed be blessed Mm -hmm.